so that uh, you can yeah you can chill yeah and we can hear the voice of God together amen so has God been speaking to you yes friends uh, let me be upfront with you um, this is my purpose you know my my personal purpose my personal purpose is not to be a hero my personal purpose is to be a hero maker amen and i see 120 heroes here amen it is your era it is your time to rise up some of you are way past your time but praise the lord that's okay <laughs> but what is crucial is in this last day you know i i absolutely loved father michael raymond's mass yesterday amen let's give the lord a clap off because i think you cannot get it more clear than that if you needed a slap in the face then please go ahead and slap yourself because it doesn't get more clear than that. If you don't still do anything, I asked my daughters after that, can anybody still not do something after that? Well, I have two daughters and one said, no, daddy, no, no, impossible that anybody can sit still after that sermon. And one said, yes, maybe some people might think it's okay, la. no, let somebody else do it, you know. So, you know, a 50-50 deal. I don't know about you, okay, where you stand. But as far as I'm concerned, after listening to me, after listening to him, sorry, not listening to me, you cannot sit still. Amen? You cannot remain complacent anymore. Am I right? You cannot hope that somebody else will do the job. You are the one who's going to do the job. Thank God for Jude, for Veronica, for Andre, for... Uh, Das for Glenn. But this is not the era of Jude, Andre, Glenn, Das. This is your era. It's time you rise up. Look right and left and look at a person and give them a big smile and tell them he's talking about you. I thank God Andre can stand in the stage and prophesy and say, Dijum, Dijum, Dijum. But listen, I thank God for Andre, but it's not, I, I don't care about Andre. I want this young man to stand up on the stage and prophesy. I want this young man to stand up on the stage and prophesy. I want this young man to stand up on the stage and prophesy. Amen? You know why? The time... For heroes are gone. It's time to become a hero maker. God is not looking for superheroes. God is not looking for a superhero. So don't become a superhero. Be a hero maker. Amen? So the purpose, my purpose here, my personal purpose is not to give you prophecy. I thank God we had an opportunity to give you prophecy. But my purpose is to make you prophesy. Amen? 
to make you flow in the gifts so that you can do exceedingly abundantly more than you can ever ask think or imagine amen why is this important because no one man can save the world it needs the entire body of christ to do it you cannot live in the era of celebrities anymore spiritual celebrities what we need is every member of the body of christ to make a difference tell the person on your right and left you can make a difference are you sure are you sure yes sure ga there's a price to pay you know if you were not around when veronica was sharing about the price of the call of the prophet okay you go and go back and read what is the price of being a prophet there is a price to pay ask the person next to you on your right and left are you ready to pay the price <laughs> no brother are you sure okay he challenged you ah huh? so not jude antoine michael raymond challenged you yesterday am i right he used the word challenge am i right yes how many of you are ready to take the challenge e betolga betolga are you sure talk is cheap you know anybody can talk you know put your money where your mouth is are you sure yes you're going to get slaughtered you're going to, your head will be chopped off yes jonathan sure no <laughs> brother now you say like that i don't know la what i want to do <laughs> maybe i change my mind la <laughs> please la send somebody else <laughs> not me la <laughs> hello <laughs> no somebody else it's you baby it's you <laughs> amen who is it <laughs> say mila why see you who is it <laughs> you are still something you are very clever la it's you it's you no excuse i'm too young i'm too short i'm too stupid praise god you're stupid You know why? Because if you were not stupid, you would take the credit for yourself. Amen. If you thought you were so fantastic, you would take the credit for yourself. You will gloat in your own glory and God would be robbed of his glory. But when you and I are stupid, then you realize you and I are only the donkey. Tell the person next to you, you're only a donkey. <laughs> Yeah tell the person next to you learn your eho
you are only a Jesus is only looking for Amen But once you get that then you know what you will decrease he will increase I think that ought to receive a big clap loud Amen Amen That can only happen if you say yes you say yes And you know what he's not interested to force you He's not interested to play games with you He's just waiting for your yes that's it But the moment you say yes it doesn't matter who you are what your background is you know you might come up you might be coming from a broken marriage or you might be having financial difficulties or you 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 might be suffering from depression you might for goodness sake you might be even in tanjung rambutan mental hospital but god can use you amen god doesn't call the qualified you probably heard that right he doesn't call the qualified he qualifies the called amen and you are called how do i know you're called because you are here that's why i know you're called but you know in order to activate this you need to step out of your comfort zone you need to come out of your security you need to start moving activating ministry so this morning i was i was really praying what lord you want to do and uh, i sense um i i want to activate this area in your life dreams and visions and how to move in prophetic revelation so that you can begin to start working on this so that it's just not uh, somebody else getting a message for you but actually you getting it So I'm I'm just going to go through this very fast so don't worry about taking notes okay you just capture this I don't know if they have video but you can catch the video of it later okay so let me get into this but after this I want to give you a workshop where you can actually you can actually do this amen okay because it's important that you do it remember the first block I said what is the block the most biggest block your mental block you need to deal with your mental block that says it's not possible okay Joel chapter 2 verse 28 and then Peter quoted that in Acts chapter 2 verse 17 in the last days God says I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh your sons and daughters will prophesy your sons and daughters will prophesy your young men will see vision your old men will see dreams and even my servants both men and women I'll pour out my spirit and they will prophesy you know what is the reality today okay as much as I I I would like to see a change in it but this is the reality especially in the Catholic Church it's the reality of what 1 Samuel chapter 3 verse 1 to 3 in the days of Eli the prophet when the boy Samuel was ministering under Eli the priest the word of the Lord was rare in those days and visions were not widespread people were not seeing things anymore the word of God the the prophecy was not common certain individuals had this gift to be able to prophesy 
And visions were not widespread. Not everybody was getting visions. And you know why? Go back. I don't have time to get into this. But this is an entire study on Eli's priesthood. Eli had two sons, Hophni and Phinehas. And Hophni and Phinehas were living in sin. And Eli, their father, tolerated their sin. And because of that, visions were not happening. Prophecies were not happening. As a consequence of the sin of Eli. But go back and read that. That, that is an entire amazing. Go back and read 1 Samuel chapter uh, First book of Samuel, chapter 1, chapter 2, and chapter 3. And you will see how Eli was tolerating the sin of Hophni and Phinehas. And what is important today? God bypassed Eli. Say amen. amen. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. And what did God do? He bypassed Eli and went to Samuel. I tell the person next to you, I hope you are not Eli. I hope you are Samuel. Because if you are Eli, say bye-bye. <laughs> say bye-bye. You are living in the glory of yesterday. Once you were a hero. But today God has bypassed you and he has gone to Samuel. So what is needed today? It's important to raise up Samuel. And Samuel was just a boy. But the question is this. Why? Because there was sin. So visions were not widespread. The word of God was rare in those days. And this is very different from Daniel. Go back and read Daniel. And Daniel is so amazing. Daniel chapter 1 verse 8 to 20. It says that Daniel and his three friends were taken by Nebuchadnezzar as captives in Babylon. They were Jewish young men in the prime of their life. Jewish young men in the prime of their life. And they were in the courts of the king. And the king offered them food. Rich food. And the Bible says, Daniel resolved not to defile himself with the royal rations of food and wine. He could have had all the great food he wanted. But he said, no, I will not eat that. So he asked the palace master to allow himself not to be defiled. What is the key word here? Defile. Tell the person next to you, don't be defiled. Don't be defiled by the world. Because Daniel chose not to be defiled, God gave Daniel... Favor and compassion in the palace master. Say amen. amen. How many of you here want favor? Then don't be defiled. Choose to preserve yourself from being defiled. And verse 10. The palace master said to Daniel, I'm afraid if you don't eat, your health will be poorer than all the other young men your age. And Daniel said, Put me to the test. Please test your servant for 10 days. Let us be given vegetables to eat and water to drink. Then you compare our appearance with the appearance of other young men who are eating all the royal rations and then see how we fare against them. So the palace master agreed to this proposal, tested them for 10 days. At the end of 10 days, it was observed that they appeared to be better and fatter. Praise the Lord, Andre. 
better and fatter than all the young men who had been eating the royal rations. Amen? Amen. They were better and fatter, even though they were living out of vegetable and water. Why were they better and fatter? Because they chose not to defile. But that was only the physical benefit. There was something else besides the physical benefit. To these four young men, God gave knowledge, skill in every aspect of literature and wisdom. They were the biggest dungus, but God gave them knowledge and skill. But not only that, Daniel had insight into all visions and dreams. Praise the Lord. Listen, God is raising up a generation of Daniels today. Will you be them? Will you be one of them? So friends, but it says something very amazing in Daniel 1.20. In every matter of wisdom and understanding concerning which the king inquired of Daniel and his three friends, he found them, the king found them, Ten times better than all the magician and enchanters of the whole kingdom. Hallelujah. They were ten times better. Hello. The biggest bomo in Thailand, biggest bomo in Indonesia, biggest bomo of Rosma can come to you. But you'll be ten times better than them put together. The bomo will be going. Rosma's bomo will be going. Look at you. You know why? Because the favor of God is in your life. Friend, it's time to live past. Live past that era where you are living out of pittance. Your destiny is bigger than what you have lived for. Okay? So, how? Don't defile yourself. Romans chapter 12 verse 2. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Say this, renew your mind. Once your mind is renewed, then you'll be able to access insights into the spiritual realm. Amen? What nobody will teach you, you will get insights into that. The word of God, you know, Father Cantalamessa, Father Renario Cantalamessa says, after his baptism in the spirit, you know, he didn't think much of the baptism in the Holy Spirit. But after his baptism in the Spirit, he opened his breviary in the aeroplane for the first time. And the moment he opened the breviary, it seemed like the words. He was, he was a lecturer in Milan. A lecturer in Milan. He was a scholar. And when he had the baptism in the Spirit, the word of God leapt from the breviary. Came out. It became alive for him. Why? Because your mind is renewed. Your life is transformed. So the key is this, friends. Don't live as if you, you need somebody to come and lay hands over you. Tell the person next to you, you don't need anybody to lay hands over you. Why? Why? Because the Holy Spirit of God dwells inside of you. Amen? Amen? If you are sick, what do you do? Lay hand over yourself in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Amen? The era 
of running after healing. Brother, please pray for me. Brother, please give me a word of prophecy. Brother, please. <laughs> over. Tell the person next to you, it's over. Tell the person next to you, I'm a new man. I'm a new woman. Amen? And how this is going to happen? Renew your Renew your mind. Okay? Spirit, soul and body. We don't have much time to get into this. Okay? Each human being is made up of three parts. Spirit, soul and body. Okay? So the human spirit, pneuma. Soul, psychic. Body, soma. Okay? The mind, the mind is like a, is said to be like an iceberg. What you see is only 10%. Below the water is the other 90%. Now, your goal is to renew the 90%. Because what is buried in your subconscious, that's the key. What is buried in your subconscious, the root of all your problem, your negativity, your fear, where is it? It's not here. It's here. It's here. Let me give you an example. My laptop. My laptop is over there. It's connected to the HDMI. From the HDMI, you can see it being projected on the screen here. This screen, these screens here. What is that? That is the conscious mind. That is the conscious mind. What you can see, feel, touch here, that's the conscious mind. That is what is available. But my laptop has got one tera, what? Terabyte. One terabyte hard disk. And in one terabyte hard disk, there are more than 600 teachings in that one terabyte hard disk. I'm just showing you one slide from 600 teachings. Each teaching has got about 70 slides. So, what is that? What is the one terabyte? My subconscious mind. There are people today living just based on what they see on the screen. There is much more. You need to tap into what is below. What is below. Once you tap into what is below, then you will have access to things other people don't have access to. But you've got to be careful. Not only you can tap. Even the enemy can tap into this. Okay? Why? Because your subconscious mind is like a screen. Okay? Your human spirit can project onto it. Even the enemy can project onto it. But also the Holy Spirit can project onto it. If you can learn to allow the Holy Spirit to project into it, you can see, hear, feel things other people can't. And that's the key. That's the key. I don't know if you're really interested in what, what I'm talking about, okay? But anyways. There's two ways this can happen to see. One is through dreams. So let me, dreams and the other is through vision. So let me just go, go through very quickly about dreams and then after that I want to get into visions, okay? Very quickly. Okay? What are dreams? Dreams are, dreams are messages not necessarily messages from God. Dreams give access to hidden feelings and unexpressed needs. Dreams remind you of fear, wounds, joys, desires. So if you go to bed thinking about your girlfriend, oh, so sweet, so sweet, so sweet, so sweet. Guess who you'll dream about? Your girlfriend. 
You go to bed dreaming about useless husband, useless husband. You, what do you dream about? You have a nightmare about your useless husband. Why? Because it is what is retained in your memory. But both in the Old and the New Testament, God consistently spoke to people in a dream. Genesis 20 verse 3, God spoke to Abimelech in a dream. Numbers 12, 6, when a prophet of the Lord is among you, I will reveal myself to him in visions. I will speak to him in dreams. Numbers 12, 6. 1 Kings 3, 5, the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream. Matthew 1, 20, Joseph, God appeared to him in a dream. Matthew 2.13, again Joseph, the angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream. Matthew 2.19, after Herod died, the angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream. My God, this guy Joseph got a lot of dreams, huh? Okay. <laughs> Consistently, he was getting dream. Matthew 2.22, having been warned in a dream, he withdrew from the district of Galilee. Now, let me give you an example uh, of how this dream begins to happen. Okay. This is a dream cycle. This is called a dream cycle. You, you can download this online and you can find out about it more. Okay. Uh, alpha, beta, theta, delta. Okay. There are four stages. Four stages of your sleep pattern. Each sleep cycle. Each sleep cycle is 90 minutes long. You, have, you, you rotate in sleep cycles of 90 minutes. Okay, so it starts from this, okay? You said to yourself, okay, I'm going to sleep now, okay? You have a nice uh, cow's milk or Horlicks or Milo, and then you put your head down on the pillow, and then from beta, you're going down, okay? You're going down, okay? Then you pass to the alpha stage, theta stage, delta stage, okay? And then you come out of the sleep cycle, and then you go back in again, and then... After that, you wake up, okay? So, in each of this, there is a period where the dream comes in. There is a cycle in which the dream comes in. This beta stage is when you are conscious, you're physical, okay? Some of you look at your handphone, some of you look at your, your Instagram, whatever, you're still in your beta stage. And... Then you move to the realm of the sleep, okay? And slowly your, your sleep pattern, you slowly you start your sleep pattern. This is the first, first phase. When your body goes to, to stillness and you begin to become calm, the next stage is the six-minute dream cycle. Your first six-minute dream cycle. After the six minute dream cycle, you are unconscious for six minutes and then you go to the next stage. An 84 minute dream cycle. And in this time, if you are sensitive, God can begin to speak to you. In the Delta 2 stage, your heartbeat drops to 30% your waking hours. The activity of your hormones have ceased. Your conscious mind is totally at rest. Your physical body is suspended. Your body parts are placid on the bed. 
the recuperation, the regeneration of your physical body begins to take place. Damaged tissues and muscles are being restored. Cells start receiving oxygen. This is what is happening to you physically. But at the same time, subconsciously, the Spirit of the Lord begins to work. Say Amen. Why can He work at this time? Because this is the time your defense mechanism, which is your brain. Your, what is your biggest block, I said? Your brain. Your brain is in its lowest point. At this point, God can access. God can access. Hidden things in your subconscious begin to surface. Your, your uh, subconscious mind is activated by information. And if God wants to plant an information, this is the best time for God to plant the information. And your conscious mind starts to activate the body and your bodily function based on the subconscious mind. So if your subconscious mind is telling you to, that you are dropping, have you had this sense? In your sleep, you feel you're dropping, you wake up like that. Why did you shake and wake up? Because it transcended from your subconscious mind and went into your conscious mind. And suddenly you became awake. You became physical. Your heartbeat, your breathing rate starts to accelerate. Suddenly you feel somebody coming near to you and you feel and you start breaking up into sweat. And you wake up and you are sweating. It's transcended from your subconscious mind to your conscious mind. Your adrenaline glands start to secrete and keeping your stress at maximum. Your bodily functions are, dread, are at red alert. That's why we kick, yell, jump out of bed. Some people even walk in the sleep. Okay? There are five categories of dreams. Number one, fantasy dreams. Okay? Fantasy dreams, you don't have to worry about them. Fantasy dreams are dreams that you know, one day you, you, you watch too much Superman and then you dream that one day you'll be flying and then you think you're flying, okay? That's fantasy dreams. No big deal, okay? Number two, memory dreams. Memory dreams are based on what you recollect. What has happened through the day, through the week? Memory dreams. Number four, spiritual dreams. This is what you need to be conscious about. God gives to his beloved even in his sleep. Say amen. amen. Psalm 127 verse 2. That means God will speak to you even in your sleep. And this is when he wants to communicate to you. He reveals a desire to you. He reveals what you see. You are sleeping and then suddenly you see yourself praying over people and people are resting. God is speaking to you. He's revealing to you stuff. Spiritual dreams pertain to spiritual things. Then there is prophetic dreams pertaining to future events, something that is about to happen. Prophetic dreams can happen literally or figuratively. It's, it can be a warning of something to avoid, like Joseph, don't go there. It's, but be careful until you learn what it means to, what these dreams mean, don't play a game of guessing. There are books today, new age books, that speak about dream interpretation. Be, be careful of this. There are dream catchers. Have you heard of dream catchers? Yes? Be careful of this. These are all new age stuff. 
What you need to do is siphon out all this other material and be focused on the Lord so that you can be able to be sensitive to what God is saying to you. So how do you, and, and of course the last category is nightmares, okay? Nightmares. So how do you begin to allow these dreams to, uh, how do you begin to allow God to speak through you through the dreams? Keep a journal. That means from today, both for dreams and visions, take a book and write down everything. If you can remember it in the morning, write it down. That is why they tell you, have your quiet time in the morning. Write it down. If you cannot remember it, forget about it. You don't have to be concerned about it. But write it down. What's the difference between dreams and, dreams and visions? Dreams take place when we are asleep. Visions take place when you are awake. Dreams last longer. Visions are just a flash. Dreams carry more facts and details. Vision carry a single picture. Sometimes it's a motion picture, it's a moving picture, but it carries one message. Dreams are more elaborate. Dreams capture attention of the mind. Vision stirs the spirit. The purpose of vision is to capture the spirit. The key to dream interpretation is inside the dream. The key to vision interpretation is in the word of God. Amen? So totally different. So if you can remember the dream, write it down and let the dream reveal itself. The interpretation of the vision is in the Bible. The purpose of the dream is to provide insight into your life, past, present and future. Dream requires, prophetic dreams require healthy mind. That means you need to transform your mind. If you want to allow God to speak to you in dreams, you need to transform your mind. You need a healthy mind. Visions require a healthy spirit. Your spirit must be healthy. We participate in a dream. We observe in a vision. Vision is for you to see. You don't participate. But in a dream, you are engaged. You experience everything that happens in the dream. Dream covers longer periods of time. You can, you, can, you can travel from Pakistan to Indonesia. You can also go from age to age in a dream. But for vision, vision requires immediate attention, immediate action. That means God wants to tell you something about, something about it right now. Visions. God speaks in one way and in two through people who do not perceive in dream, in vision of the night, when deep sleep falls on the mortals while they slumber in bed. Job chapter 33, verse 14 to 15, he opens up their ears and gives them warning. Amen? 2 Kings chapter 6. 2 Kings chapter 6 is the story of Elijah and his servant Gehazi who were scared because there were enemies of the enemies, the army of the horses and chariots who had surrounded them. And the servant came up to him and said, Alas, master, what shall we do? And Elisha said, don't be afraid for there are more of us than th that there are with them. And Elisha prayed, O Lord, open his eyes so that he may see. And the Lord opened the eyes of his servant. And he saw the mountains was full of horses and chariots of fire. Angels, visions. He saw 
his spiritual eyes was open. Tell the person sitting on your right and left, God wants to open your spiritual eyes. Daniel chapter 2 verse 19. The mystery was revealed to Daniel in a vision of the night. Dan the mystery was revealed to Daniel in the vision of the night. God revealed deep and hidden things. He knows what is in the darkness and the light dwells with him. Visions come to prophets who at one point called seers. Why were they called seers? Seers. The one who sees. A seer is one who sees. So the prophet at one time, 1 Samuel 9, 9 says, let us go to the seer, for the seer is one who was called a prophet, was formerly called a seer. So a prophet has the ability also to see. Has the ability to see. Hosea 12, 9, I am the Lord, your God. I spoke to the prophets, gave them many visions and told parables through them. Numbers 12, 6, when the prophet of the Lord is among you, I will reveal myself to him in visions. What are the benefits, some of the benefits of visions? You gain wisdom, power. You gain knowledge of time and season to set up and dispose. You get wisdom. You, can, you are able to give wisdom to the wise. You are able to have knowledge to the discerning. Able to reveal deep and hidden things. Reveals what lies in darkness and bring light to what dwells within. How do you do it? Have a notebook. This is the best way. After this conference, specifically have a notebook. But for goodness sake, don't go and publish the notebook. Don't go and put it in Herald or don't go and make a a manual out of it, and this uh, photocopy. I, I, I know one clown, after I did this workshop, in his prayer meeting, he went and photostatted everything, and Friday he came and he gave to everyone one copy. Do not do that. The revelation is private revelation. It's for you. Don't go and disclose to anybody else. What is the purpose God is showing you? Why is he showing you? Why is he showing you? Amos 3.7 Surely God does nothing without revealing his secrets to his servants, the prophets. That's why he's showing you. He's showing you so that number one, you can pray. Number one, you can pray. Out of 100 times he shows you something, 80 times is so that you can pray. Repeat after me. Out of 100 times, how many times so that you can pray? 80 times. Balance left, how many times? 20 times. Out of the 20 times, 15 times, if he tells you to tell the person, you tell it to the person indirectly. You tell it to the person indirectly. Don't go up to the person and say, oh brother, I saw you under the coconut tree with a Japanese woman. Are you running around with a Japanese woman? Tafla give you one tight slap in your face. Don't open your mouth. Indirectly. Go up to the person and say, hey brother, how you like Japanese? Ah? You like Japanese food or not? Indirectly. <laughs> 
You know any Japanese girl or not? <laughs> Indirectly. Don't ask directly. Okay, here, work with me. Out of 100 times, how many times pray? Balance left? Out of 20, how many times indirectly? 15. Left how many? Five times God will say, ask him directly. And only the five times you open your mouth. I've had many situations. I fly a lot on airplanes. And you know, you fly a lot on airplanes. There are people who are seated on your right and left who are stuck with you for many hours. And you know what I do? I sharpen my skill there. That's the time I sharpen my skill. I sit on the plane and say, Lord, tell me something. <laughs> and then I practice with the person on the left and right in my plane. Why? Because he doesn't know me for Adam. Even if I'm wrong, it's okay. He doesn't know me. Yes or not? But guess what? Nearly 80% of the time it's correct. Why? Because you get a chance to practice. Okay? I'm going to help you to practice later. Okay? But for goodness sake, what you practice here, I repeat, do not do it outside. What? Rainbow Paradise Hotel. Ballroom. Do not do it outside. Amen? But why I want you to practice? Because you need to step into this realm. Amen? You need to rise up. Amen? So what do you do? First, learn to start writing down the vision. Make it plain on tables. There are four types of visions. Number one, spiritual vision. Number two, open vision. Number three, ecstasy. Number four, divine visitation. Okay? We don't have time for all of this. Okay? But I'm... Okay, let me give you very quickly... Divine visitation is when angels come to say hello. <laughs> hello, I'm Gabriel. Okay, that is divine visitation. Okay, ecstasy is Medjugorje, Lourdes, Fatima. Okay, that's when... Okay, ecstasy also we don't want here, okay? Please don't go into any ecstasy, okay? Don't become spooky. Tell the person next to you, don't become spooky, Okay? We, the last thing we need is somebody, hallelujah. Woo, baby. Holy Spirit is showing me. People think you are cuckoo. Okay? We don't need ecstasy. Okay, if God divine visitation, good. But okay, you don't be the angel, okay? Let the real angel show up. Okay, so what we are left with is one and two. Spiritual vision and open vision. Okay, what is an open vision? Very simply, open vision is what you see with your eyes open. For example, I'm standing here on the stage. You're looking at me. Behind me, you can see a 10-feet angel with holding a sword standing with blazing fire behind me. That is called an open vision. But let me tell you generally how does the Lord speak. The Lord speaks through spiritual visions. What is a spiritual vision? A spiritual vision is a mental picture. It's a mental picture. It's something that is already in your head, in your mind. That's often how God speaks, through a spiritual vision. Nearly 80% of the people get spiritual visions by God using something like this, by revealing something that is in your mind. Okay? How does he do that? Very simply. Let me play a game with you. Can I play a game with you? Yes? Okay. Very simply like this. 
Open, eyes open, ah, don't sleep. Eyes open, okay. All the eyes open, okay. Look, look at me, okay. Look at me. All looking at me. Okay, I'm gonna play a game with you. Okay, I want you to imagine your favorite car. Imagine your favorite car. Favorite car, Kreta. Favorite car. Okay, if you can imagine your favorite car, raise your hand. Imagine your favorite car. Got it? Your favorite car, okay? Okay, you're going to work with me, okay? No closing your eyes, no getting spiritual. Eyes open, looking at me. Eyes open, looking at me, and you're going to work with me. Every step of the way, you're going to work with me there, okay? Imagine your favorite car. Are you ready? Ready? Are you ready? Okay, here we go. Right now, imagine your favorite car. Your car just turned green, okay? Your favorite car just turned green. Okay, look at it right now. Your favorite car just turned green. Your favorite car has got two... Uh, Two tires in the front, two tires at the back, has got two lights in front, has got the two rear view mirrors. Okay, visualize your free, your favorite green car. Right now, your favorite green car is moving. It's walk, moving in front, the wheels are turning, your favorite green car is moving. Can you see your favorite green car moving? Suddenly, the two wheels in front turn upwards. The two wheels at the back turn upwards and they are growing out, growing out left and right. The the wheels are growing out, becoming longer and longer, left and right. And then they're becoming thicker and thicker. Not long skinny legs, but long fat legs. And then suddenly the eyes, the, the headlights of your car are becoming like eyes. And they are bulging out. And then in the middle of your car, a trunk is growing out. And then suddenly, your favorite green car is turning into an elephant. You can see the four legs of the elephant. The two legs on the right flapping. Two legs on the left flapping. And the two eyes bulging out. And the two rear view lights have become the, the ears of the elephant. And it's got a trunk. And then suddenly... The legs are flapping and your elephant starts to fly. Now your elephant is flying. Your green elephant is flying. It's going up in the air. And as it's flying, with the ears flapping and the legs flapping, your green elephant is flying. And then you see a fly now coming. And the fly is sitting on the nose of the trunk of the elephant. And the elephant goes, achoo! And woo! The elephant starts to spin. And it drops on the floor. Doom! How many of you saw this entire thing in your head? You know what I did? You know what I did? You know what I did? It's very simple, you know? In your brain, there is a file called car. In your brain, there is a file called car. There's a file called green. There's a file called elephant. There's a file called legs. There's a file called ears. There's a file called Eyes. There's a file called trunk. There's a file called fly. There's a file called fly. What I did, using the power of the microphone and voice, I went into your brain and took up each file and brought it. Like as if it was in my hard disk. I brought it and you saw it in the screen. And if you do it fast enough, jing, 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 it becomes a mental image. So God wants to speak to you through a mental image. Using not something from the sky, 
dropping down from the sky, what is already in your mind? What is already there? So it's not coming from, from the air. It is what is already in the mind. So you need to become sensitive. You need to become sensitive to allow him to speak to you. So it's a, okay, we don't have much time. Okay, I've got about four minutes or what, six minutes on the clock. So, so listen, I want, I want you to practice. So what are we going to do? We're just going to activate this gift. Okay, so would you stand up to your feet? Can I ask some musicians to come? We're going to pray, okay? We're going to pray. And you're just going to ask the Lord to show you. And you're just going to tell what you see. What you see. All you got to do is say, I see. And you share what you see. Is that okay? Yes. So close your eyes. Open the palm of your hand and say this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I ask you to speak to me. Thank you, Lord, that you want to reveal to me deep and hidden things. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Friend, whatever the Lord is showing you, you speak out loud and you say, I see. No, you say, I see. I see a crucifix. I see a red ship. I see a light. I see a waterfall. I see a hole in the ground. I see a crucifix. I see a crown. I see a crown. I see a red big heart. I see two roses, yellow and red. I see a car driving in the forest and I'm driving the car. I see a river in the forest. I see a tree in the middle of the field. I see shrubs sprouting out in a desert. <coughs> I see lion moving around. I see a rainbow. I see a mountain. I see a triangle falling into water. I see a big tree. I see villages. I see flying swords from left to right and right to left. I see sunset. And I see a bright sky. 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 I see a bright sky
I see the Lord walking on water and an army following behind him. I see a red cloud. I see a white cloud. I see a rainbow. I see a cross. I see a windmill. I see a jet. I see a tree. I see a desert. I see rain. I see Mirak's chariots. I see a golden gate of the I see fire. I see a people. I see three people in a boat on a river. I see an island with fresh water. I see a rainbow. I see a white cloud. I see hills. I see tall bamboos. I see a long table with empty seats and slowly people are filling up the seats. I see a flowing river. I see a flowing river. I see angels with wings. I see empty slippers. Amen. Okay, open your eyes. Very good, huh? That was purpose, it was to just activate. Don't worry, we need to discern all this, but the discernment will come later. Right now, the purpose is to get it flowing and then we activate it later. Uh, we discern, we judge the, the vision, whether it's coming from the Lord, from yourself or not. Now, just one more step, just one more step and then we break. Okay, one more step and then we break for, for our coffee break. Find a partner in this hall. Another partner, not your friend, not your husband, not your wife, not your boyfriend, not your girlfriend. Somebody you least know. Move around, find a partner right now. Move around. Somebody you least know. Somebody who does not know you. Find a partner. Who doesn't have a partner? Raise your hands. Anyone? Without a partner? This is just for practice, huh? Don't worry. This is just for practice. Got a partner? Everybody got a partner? Who doesn't have a partner? Raise your hands. Okay, no partner here. Yeah. Ah, okay, partner. Okay, who got no partner? Yeah, one more here. You got to come out of your chair, sister. Yeah. Okay. Everybody got a partner? Okay. Anybody? No partner? Ah, no partner here. One more, no partner. Huh? Okay. Now, this is what you're going to do, okay? Come, both of you come in front. I, I just demonstrate with you, okay? Okay? Face each other. Face each other. You put your right hand over her shoulders. You put your right hand over his shoulders. You close your eyes, both of you. You're going to be praying for each other, okay? You're going to be praying for each other. You're going to pray in tongues, okay? The Lord will show you something. Both each of you will... See a mental image. 
the mental image that you're seeing is meant for this other person. Okay? For an area in his or her life that God wants to touch, to heal, to restore. Amen? Not something negative. For upbuilding, for encouraging, for strength. For something that God wants to touch, to heal, to restore. Something that God wants to build up. Not something negative. Do you understand? Yes? You're going to receive a mental image for the person in front of you. Okay? The moment you receive the mental image, put your hand down. I will wait for all the hands to go down. Then I will say, share. Then you just share. Do not interpret. If you see coconut, you tell, I saw coconut. <laughs> if you see banana, you say, I saw banana. Don't say, I saw fruit salad. Don't interpret. You just say what you saw. Okay? God wants to reveal something. In some cases, the person can connect. Yes. After last night, I went to the beach. I had a coconut and after that, I had diarrhea. <laughs> God wants to heal your diarrhea. Okay? Then you pray for the diarrhea. Okay? Something about the other person that God wants you to, to, to pray for. The purpose is to start activating. That is all. Don't worry. The process of discernment is very long, but very important that you start to activate. You start moving in the gift. Okay? So, would you put your right hand over the shoulder of the other person? Would you pray with me? Lord Jesus, I thank you for the gift of my brother, my sister. And I ask you right now to give me the grace to be able to minister to him, to her. Speak to me. Reveal to me. Come, Lord Jesus. Touch my mind. Remove every block. Remove my doubts. Remove my fears. In Jesus' name. Come, Lord Jesus. Pray with me. The moment you see something, put your hand down. The moment you see something, put your hand down. friends open your eyes share don't interpret just share just tell just share what you saw what did you see the person hearing try to connect does it make sense to you 
If yes, yes. If no, say no. Doesn't matter. If it connects, if it makes sense, say why. What is the connection? Wait, we're not done yet. Yeah? You share only. Don't interpret. You share. And the person listening, try to make a connection in his or her own life. If there is a connection, explain the connection. Last night I drank coconut and I was having diarrhea. Explain the connection. It's an area God wants to touch you in your life. Okay, done sharing? Hear me. Wait, wait, not done yet. Wait, 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 not done yet. How, okay, listen to me. Shared, okay, all shared. Listen to me. How many of you, the image, the person in front of you got about you was correct? Raise your hands. Praise the Lord. Okay, now, the person who got it for you Pray for you. Pray. If you cannot make a connection, say a prayer blessing. Say a prayer blessing for the other person. If there is no connection, say a prayer blessing. Pray for the other person. You pray for the area... He got about you or you got about him. Pray for him. Just say a short prayer. Just say a short prayer. If you cannot make a connection, it's okay. Don't worry. Remember, discernment is a long process. You begin the process of discernment on your own later. Right now, we are just, we want to activate. Done prayer? Say this prayer with me out loud. Lord Jesus, thank you for speaking to me. Thank you for opening this ministry in my life. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that I'm able to recognize your voice. Thank you for touching me. Remove the doubt. Remove the fear. Give me the grace to step out in faith. 
trusting that your spirit is with me. Thank you, Jesus, for using me to be a salt and light to my brother and sister. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, you have break now. It's 10.40. Yeah, one minute.